Welcome to the Love You More podcast. I am your host, Jennifer McDaniel, and today we are discussing the power of play. I did a lot of play this past weekend. I went to Nashville, my hometown, and attended a music festival with my sister. It was a two-day music festival. I can't, I think the last time I did a music festival was probably either before kids or when my like kids were babies. I mean, it was, it's been some time. And I did feel my age. I'm not going to lie. A lot, a lot of teenagers there, um, you know, shoving and pushing to get as close to the stage as possible, packed in like sardines, tired legs for standing for like five hours. Um, It was late nights, you know, staying till the very end. But um, I was proud of myself for a couple of reasons. I feel like I really did play. I feel like I played as an adult and I, I attribute some of that to just sort of the involvement that I've had over the past year. Um, you know, with with removing alcohol from my life, I'm finding new ways to play. Because to be honest, playing, you know, before that, always involved alcohol. And it kind of even was centered around alcohol. Um, date nights were around, around, you know, dinner and drinks and meeting out with friends was about drinks and going to concerts would have been about having some drinks and kind of being tired. And then probably not wanting because I didn't have the energy. Um, and I didn't, I just, I don't know. I get, I I got more anxious when I was drinking. Like I would want to leave. I'd want to leave the concert before it was over because I didn't want to get stuck in all the people traffic and I didn't want to be out too late and blah, 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 blah. So This festival, I had zero to drink um, other than water, really. And, um, you know, I just like got in there, like I got in there and I like kind of acted like, you know, my younger self trying to keep up with all those teenagers. And I got really close to the Lumineers, which is freaking amazing. I mean, I literally, I just started started crying. I was just so moved. Like, I'm getting choked up now, but like how cool it was to like, be in the music and dance and move and not care. Like, I mean, I definitely, you know, I danced like no one was watching and I'm not a good dancer, but I had so much fun and I stayed to the very end both nights. I was totally exhausted. I mean, you know, that playing does not always mean that you're not going to be tired. Um, And in fact, on my drive home from Nashville uh, on Monday, because um, Zach Zach Bryan played on Sunday night. So, uh, we all, myself and the boys came back on Monday and, um, you know, it takes about four and a half, five hours to get from Nashville to St. Louis. We stopped at Subway to get a delicious, expensive, overpriced lunch. And um, somehow I must have just gotten on the exit the wrong way. And when I saw the Tennessee state line and that sign, I almost threw up because I realized I had traveled about two hours in the wrong direction. So instead of it taking four and a half hours to get home, it took us around seven, seven and a half. So that was kind of sad, but I still don't regret the play. And I don't regret just having some like really good, heartfelt, wholesome fun with my sister and lots of people watching in Nashville. I mean, if you want to go see fun style, that is certainly a cool place to do it. And I got myself a hat souvenir. I don't know. It's not really a cowboy hat. I don't know what it is. It's got like a feather in it. I guess there's some country music star that has these hats that everybody's wearing. So I totally like (laughs) did that. Um, But anyway, you know, there is research to show that 
that playing as adults is really good for us. It's good for our our physical health. It's good for our mental health, but we don't really do it. And, you know, some of us are more natural at it. Like yesterday, um, my youngest son, Henry, his coach always invites parents to play soccer at the end of practice with the kids. And I don't even know how to do that, but I try. And, um, and one of the dads was just so playful. He was like, just, you know, messing around and acting crazy. And I was like, that's play. Like that's an adult. I mean, we're all playing, but, but some of us just more naturally get into it, you know? And if you're kind of listening to this and reflecting for yourself, you probably know, does play come easily for you or not? You know, you know, whether or not you're one of those people. And I will say one of the many beautiful things about having kids is that it does bring the playfulness out in us. And I'm not talking about the play that you despise, you know, for me, like, oh, I don't know what, what are some things that I don't really love? Well, when I'm, when the kids were younger, that's easier. When the kids were younger, you know, you just play things. You did not want to play, but you did it. You know, how many times can I play Legos or run cars around this track? To me, that was not play. And I'm certainly not in the mindset of play, but Play looks like now, yeah, like being on the soccer field with Henry, kind of being silly and laughing and just enjoying being out there with people who are all together, you know, being silly as adults and play in my life looks like turning music on in the morning and getting people who are sort of in bad morning moods out of it. Um, Play looks like going on a hike and just not really caring how long it takes, but really just being with nature. And so Anyway, we always, I mean, you feel better. Like all the, all of those things that I just said, I, it leaves me in a mood of refreshed. It leaves me in a mood, um, a positivity, connectedness to others, to myself. And so I wanted to share a little bit about on today's podcast, like the benefits of play because it's been researched and there's, there's authors that have written books about the topic, um, and if you are someone who maybe play doesn't come naturally, you might have to get out of your comfort zone a little bit. But I mean, I promise you when you do, it's just amazing how much better you feel. So there's a gentleman by the name of Stuart Brown, and he has a book called Play, How It Shapes the Brain, Opens the Imagination, and Invigorates the Soul. And I wanted to share his definition of play. So his definition is that Play is a state of mind that one has when absorbed in an activity that provides enjoyment and a suspension of sense of time. Uh, it also described that as flow state. Flow state is also when you feel like you're in something, you're not anywhere else, your mind is just like present and you're enjoying it. And it's not associated with an outcome or a result. And that's kind of my second favorite definition of play um, by a, a gentleman by the name of Jeff Harry, who is a positive play coach. Didn't know play coaches existed, but I guess if, you know, I really sell you on this, maybe you can go find yourself a play coach. I am not that person, but um, all right. So play coaches, one way to think about play is an action you do that brings you a significant amount of joy without offering a specific result. I really love that because as adults, pretty much every single thing we do in life these days has to be productive, right? We need to be 
needs to be a productive action, needs to have some kind of outcome that we think is important and worthy. But what would it look like to do something simply out of enjoyment, right? Like the puzzle that I have going on right now, I mean, I am going to frame it and put it up in my in one of my rooms. So I guess there is an element of, you know, an outcome related to that. But sometimes I do just do puzzles for for absolute fun with no reason. And I will admit that when my husband, you know, makes his way into that room and he sees me working on my puzzle that I sometimes feel a little guilty because I'm not doing something productive. You know, I'm like reading his mind here. He's just thinking, you know, and mostly he's probably just like, oh, how nice. She's doing a puzzle. I don't know what he thinks. I've never actually asked him. Maybe I should sometime. But anyway, do you do anything? Just think about that for a second. Do you do anything in your day that is not related to any sort of productivity, but you do it just because you enjoy it? So um, I think that that is something we all deserve more of in our lives. So um, the research has shown that play benefits our well-being, play helps us manage stress, and play boosts physical health and physical activity. So just to to share a few studies around those three things. So well-being. All right. So there was a study that looked at individuals have and they they asked them to rate these areas, five areas of playfulness. And the five behaviors were spontaneity, expressiveness, creativeness, being fun or silly. And so if people ranked themselves high in these five areas or they got a high score somehow, Um, those that were more playful also were more creative. They appreciated beauty more. They had an approach to life that was with excitement and energy. They had playful expressions of love and they had a higher sense of hope and a higher sense of humor. Um, I like to be around those types of people and I'm, I'm often not, I mean, I often tend to be one who's can be a little heavy and a little serious at times. Well, I certainly take myself too seriously sometimes. And um, I had a word in 2023. I always kind of pick a couple words that I just want to kind of keep in front of me. And one of those words was lighter because I can just get a little bit bogged down, you know, Um and, and when I feel lighter and more playful, I don't know, I'm just, I'm more fun to be around. I like myself better. So I can certainly see how when I try to be more spontaneous, expressive, creative, fun, and silly, I can feel that boost in well-being myself. Um, related to helping with stress, uh, a study found that playful adults reported having lower stress levels. Play also helped them use healthier coping styles like acceptance and positive reframing. So I I actually think about that in a very concrete way. Um, I have a son who is trying to learn how to tie his shoes and, or he also has some sensitivities with clothing and um, sometimes waiting for him to find the right pair of socks can be quite trying, but there's this podcast people called the dumb dads. I don't know if you follow the dumb dads, but they are hilarious And they have this um, scene of the dad watching the son try to buckle himself into his car seat. And so he's like encouraging him. But in his mind, he's singing, I don't want to wait for my life to be over. I know. I don't know the rest of the words. But anyway. (laughs) 
And so like the other day I was like watching Henry do that. Well, I was going to really try hard not to say his name, but y'all probably knew if you've heard any of my other podcasts who I was talking about. Anyway, my youngest son get to get his shoes on and in his socks. And I just started playing that in my head to like calm myself down. And I just started kind of smiling inside and my stress was better. You know, I found a way to be playful. And I do think that we like watching those things. We like watching these funny people on Instagram and TikTok and all the other platforms because it helps us to feel better. Right. And I honestly, I don't know. I don't really do a whole lot on social media other than try to post, you know, what comes to me and, um, I don't know. I, I use, I use Instagram in a very cathartic way, but, but I do. And I, and I don't really scroll a whole lot, but I will go follow dumb dads and make sure I see every post. So if you don't follow them, you should, um, physical activity. So m- most of us, you know, do something for our health with physical activity. And I think that this is a really nice way to pair playfulness and build it into our lives. Um, and in fact, one of my best friends, Kelly Pritchett, Hey Kelly, um, she is a sports dietitian like myself and she talks about using the word instead of using the word exercise, um, or, you know, physical activity, it sounds so serious and like outcome related as being more playful. And I think she would attest for herself. And I would certainly attest for myself that my relationship with exercise has moved in that direction, Right. I am less tied to any numbers on my watch. Do I still look at my miles? You know, how how long that mile took me to do? Yeah, I still look at it sometimes, but I really don't care as much as I used to. And it really is me just going out and playing in nature and having time with myself. And I think that physical activity can be a way that we as adults um, get our playtime. And I, I think that if you feel like exercise is something that you have to do or that it... Um, it's really, really tied with performance. I mean, some people, they have to do that. But some people, I think we kind of put some extra pressure on ourselves that maybe quite isn't necessary. And it really does steal the fun and the playfulness out of moving our bodies. Um, so I would encourage you to like try something new in that exercise space as well. I um, Well, I'll get to something here in a little bit about that. So, okay. So how can we as adults be more playful? Some of us, you don't have to worry about it. You're already a playful person and you're, you're good. But for those of us who struggle, including myself, here are some things that I found. So first and foremost, uh, Stuart Brown, the gentleman I referred to earlier, he has a institute called the National Institute for Play, and he has identified eight play personalities. All right. So I'm going to briefly share each play personality, and I want you to think about Do you see yourself in any of these? And maybe you could cultivate them, you know, grow them a little bit more. So the first one is the collector. You enjoy building collections such as collecting stamps or vintage cars. I used to collect butterflies as a little girl. I would not do that now. That makes me really sad that I did that. But (laughs) I could just see my butterfly net now, a homemade butterfly net. (laughs) That's not the way I would play these days, Um, but maybe you would. Not, not necessarily butterflies, but other things. Okay. The competitor. You enjoy playing and winning games with specific rules, like playing for a neighborhood soccer league. Yeah. I mean, I have lots of adult friends who are like in, you know, adult soccer leagues, kickball. That's super fun. I mean, that could definitely be an easy way for people to en- enjoy connection with others and have more play. 
Um, number three, the creator or artist. You find joy in making things or making things work. You might enjoy doodling, woodworking, decorating, fixing machinery, or sewing. Um, I think about a few mom friends who are really great at throwing like parties. They love planning. They love getting the food together. They love the decorating part. And that's just a lot of fun. And sometimes you walk into those parties and you're like, oh my gosh, that just looks like so much work. I would never be able to pull that off or I would never want to pull that off. But these people like love it. Like they, that, that's what makes them happy. And that's, that is certainly a way that they're playing. The director, you enjoy planning and directing like hosted theme birthday parties. Um, I guess that kind of goes with the example I just provided. Five, the explorer, you play by discovering something new, either physically or mentally. You might play by going on vacation to a new place or discovering a new type of music. Um, I definitely see myself in this one, whether it's exploring a new trail. Um, I definitely, you know, exploring new music this past weekend. But I think we all have a little inner explorer in ourselves. The Joker, you enjoy being silly and foolish. You might enjoy improv theater or simply making your friends laugh. I had um, a next door neighbor who I miss dearly. He doesn't live near me anymore, but she was great. And she, uh, I'd say like maybe um, mid fifties, you know, and um, she, she is really witty and very funny. And on her bucket list was to go do an improv comedy show. And she went and did it. And I mean, I, I was so impressed. I, not in a million years would I ever have the bravery, the courage, desire to be playful in that way. That just sounds horrifying to me. But she loved it. And she had such a good time. And she, she was really funny. Um, the kinesthetic. You enjoy moving your body as play. You might practice yoga or take a dance class for fun. What I was going to say earlier was um, one of the things that we learn to think about when we decide how we want to play is to connect with your younger self. So what did you enjoy doing when you were younger? Um, how did you play as a kid? And you know, maybe you do those things now. I mean, I know people who do those like really crazy Lego sets that have a bazillion pieces. And in fact, um, my office manager, my, my administrative uh, assistant, office managers, my two favorite, one of my two favorite people in the world. Thank you, Christy and Katie gave me a Lego set for my birthday that were a flower arrangement, like a bouquet. It was so cool. I had so much fun. And that is a perfect example of doing something. I actually didn't really do yet Legos when I was a kid, but I certainly enjoyed them now. Um, so anyway, just thinking about what you might do, you know, that you did when you're younger. And then, um, and then the final one is the storyteller. So you play by listening or creating stories. You might enjoy going to the theater or writing in a journal. So those are the eight ways or play personalities and, you know, just kind of thinking, which one are you? And maybe how could you build a little bit more of that into your life? Um, getting into another, another important piece about injecting play into our lives is that you really do need to be in the mindset for it. If there's any kind of should involved, then you should not do it, right? We're not doing these things because, oh, I heard it's good for me and I should try to be more playful and blah, blah, blah. No, a lot of these things need to kind of happen where maybe you get invited to do something and you're kind of on the fence and you end up just saying yes, you know, because you're like, you know what, that would be a little bit of a stretch for me, but that would be a lot of fun and that feels playful. And so that would organically be something that would work for you. 
Um, or the mindset, like you're already kind of in the mindset to exercise. And so you, you know, you do it because it's already built in and you're, you're ready to do it, but we certainly don't want to force ourselves to be playful. It really needs to be something that comes naturally for us. Um, and then the other thing is, you know, I don't know with exercise in particular, really thinking about what you did as a kid is is a good cue is a good way to consider what you want to do to be playful. I know my husband used to bike everywhere when he was a kid to school, to the stores. You know, he was a he was the youngest of five and a pretty independent kid and he just went everywhere on his bike. And now when you look at like what he does with his with our boys and what he does when he wants to have some alone time is he just takes his bike out on trails and has a great time and I would really view that as his example of playing. Um, I was a cheerleader growing up in high school and um, I do want to qualify. It wasn't just like sidelines, pom-poms kind of cheerleading. We were a competitive squad doing, you know, backhand springs and all that kind of tumbling stuff. I'm using my gymnastic skills that I had in my youth. But I kind of thought uh, the other day I was, I was looking for classes on the Peloton and I said, you know what? I'm going to do, I'm going to do a dance class. I mean, I haven't done anything like that in forever and I'm not a good dancer, but I certainly remember having so much fun doing it and had a really good time. And it's not my normal traditional strength, train, run, yoga. Those are like my three things that I've been doing for a bazillion years too, but I did something different. So I just think maybe challenging yourself to do something different, whether it's within physical activity or any other area in your life. Um, stepping out of the box a little bit, that feels playful and that feels courageous and brave. And that certainly is a way to boost your physical and mental well-being. So um, build in those many moments of play. You know, it doesn't have to be you going on a two-day music festival, although you do deserve to do that if you want to. But 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 that was expensive. That wasn't a very cheap way to play. And there's a lot of free ways to play. So just consider any mini moment that you can create in your day. Even sometimes when I'm getting ready, I'll listen to music in the morning um, or sing in the car or do put my puzzle at lunch for 15 minutes. It's just those little breaks in your day where you're doing something that are completely not tied to any productivity but are only tied to you getting to do something that you enjoy. So I hope you've enjoyed this podcast on the power of play. And if you do something playful, I'd love to hear about it.